Be careful not to touch the table. I'm not. I'm not saying you, you are. are. I am. <laughs> Just telling myself. I'm not. Be careful. Stop. Don't touch the table. Stop it. <laughs> Today is Wednesday. <laughs> November 10th, 2021. This is the producer's happy hour. We are two producers on opposite coasts, normally, but sitting directly across from each other at the very moment. <laughs> Chatting over drinks about what it means to be a good producer. I'm Lawrence Lewis in Los Angeles. And I'm Sister Christian in New York, but actually, really, I'm in LA today, sitting Mm -hmm. across from Lawrence, having a drink, and we thought we should take a look at production. What is it? What do we do? Today, we're going to dive in. We are. And we want to hear from you, as always. So please join the conversation at producershappyhourgroup.com. Or just email us at producershappyhour at gmail.com. Send us your questions, your comments, your ideas for show topics, your gripes, your bad Yelp reviews, whatever you want. <laughs> Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, too. I know we say it each time. Yes. I know every fucking podcast says it each time. <laughs> However, it really helps people like you find us who are looking for us or maybe they didn't know what they were looking for but they found us because you rated and reviewed us exactly and they need us you guys you, some people need us they need Shit. the collective us exactly. i should say mm-hmm. we all should be talking together if you have any questions for us please join us for office hours we believe in mentorship and sharing information in this business so if you're new to the industry or stuck somewhere in your career and need some advice hit us up same email, producershappyhour at gmail.com. And I also want to put this email out there, info at standwithproduction.org. Um, reach out yeah. to that organization mm-hmm. uh, because a lot of us are finding ourselves kind of uh, trapped in some of these jobs mm-hmm. that are getting pretty challenging if you've been listening to this podcast for the co- past couple <laughs> well, of years. Think, well, I think you said outside earlier, you were just like, yeah, I took a job. Which meant, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, at a hard, I'm working a hard thing right now yeah. because I yeah. took a job. It's not like, oh, gosh, I have a really hard job. No, mm-hmm. I just, I took a I job. I took a job, and it's hard. And it's hard because that's how they all are now. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to forgive the uh, acoustics. We're in a very um, reverberant hallway. It's uh, very descriptive. <laughs> here at the uh, lovely Manor. Exactly. <laughs> but you know what? We're together. We're together. Yes. And so what are you drinking? I am having a lovely Luponic Distortion IPA. from. Is it good? It's great. Firestone Walker. Oh. Yeah. It's mm. a good one. I'm having sparkling grapefruit juice and a shitload of vodka. There you go. Exactly. Okay. Because, you know, it's Wednesday. <laughs> I mean, the day of the week's irrelevant. <laughs> it's... We're awake time. <laughs> so there you go. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you doing? It's been a week. I know you've been very busy. You've got a lot of stuff going on in your life and in your world. What's uh? Remember last summer when we just say like I'm fine. I it's it's interesting because I would say that I'm overwhelmed, or I would have said that I'm overwhelmed, or I would have said that I don't know how much more I can take, but I realize I can. Yeah. Because more keeps coming. And you keep taking it. And I keep taking it. So I'm going to rephrase and say it's about how I take what's coming mm-hmm. is what's going to save me versus <laughs> uh-huh. just feeling overwhelmed because the feeling of overwhelmed is subjective. Right. Not to minimize it. Just saying. Right. How are you doing? You know, I'm okay. I'm pretty okay. I'm, you know, it's 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 hard to say. Hard to say. It's been a weird two years. <laughs> right. 
a year, whatever, a year and eight months, nine months, however yeah. long it's been. But it's been strange to where it's been confusing. How do you look towards the, like, you know, we're so used to goal setting or, you know, what we're going to be doing next yeah. year or the next year or like, oh, I hope in five years I can blah, blah, blah. I don't have the desire. Nobody does because we don't know what, we don't know how right. to look forward anymore. And I was just talking to, to my partner, Christopher, today and we're like, I was saying, you know, maybe next year we could maybe start planning, again. having some goals in life well, or pl plans. Right, because it feels like the goals right now are getting through the day. Yeah. And that's collectively we're all feeling this and we know we're feeling it together, mm -hmm. but we're not together feeling it. That is very correct and very important to say. Yeah. You know, I posted on CoPro's few months ago about wanting to start a production support group mm -hmm. and then I couldn't because I couldn't you were too busy I realized I needed it yeah but I couldn't spearhead it mm -hmm. I know and so I mean we all got busy because mm -hmm. <laughs> it was like a lot of stuff for a day or two and then out yeah, yeah because I couldn't even do that and I think that setting goals was looking forward to the next awesome job you were gonna do uh, true or like, I got a call to do a job in Brazil for a month. And I was like, oh, no. That mm. happened this year. And I was just like, fuck mm. no. <laughs> because that would not have been an awesome job. No. It would have been hard before. Yeah. Like, you know, but you probably would have <laughs> met some awesome production people. Like a lot of partying would have happened. You would have seen some shit. <laughs> that you, you know, like, but you, the job would have gotten done and you probably would have had to buy drugs for an agency producer. There's stuff that would have happened, <sighs> but it would have been a great story. Yes. And you would have, yes. Then when <laughs> in contemplating taking it this year, I'm like, no fucking way. No. No, I will not be in charge of that many people nope. traveling in this mess and going into a country that didn't handle it well. That's my politics. Sorry. <laughs> But right, so again, the goal, so to yeah. sidetrack, the, yeah. the goals, I've stopped making them. It's literally about getting through mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. I don't know how much longer it's going to take to get through this, but I know that I need the support of my community to do it. Exactly. Yeah. To be talking with your partner and realize like we're just kind of in limbo mm -hmm. is pretty scary. Like, when, you know, You're we're, existing. Just, we're just existing. Well, hold on. You're existing and surviving. Yes. But that's an accomplishment. True. Right. Yes. In this day and age. In this day and age. <laughs> you know, like, I can tell you I could lose seven hours on Instagram. Oh, my God. Just flip through other people's lives. If I could, that'd be great. Easily. And, and that turns my brain off from everything it else. It does. Yeah. And that's so, that's so needed. It's I, needed, but it's also like, oops. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just zone out. Let's not make any forward momentum into anything. And just think about all the stuff you should be doing. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, we smoked weed too. <laughs> it, is, it is happy hour. It is L.A. <laughs> all right, so our topic today is, and this is a basic one, which we never really did. I don't think we did. No. What is production? Oh, okay. Come so, on. And I know. So you're at the family reunion. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're at, you're at Thanksgiving next week, the week after next. And people ask you, what do you do for a living? Oh, I work in production. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, do you make movies? No, I work in commercials. No, you know, television? Well, well we really make- not commercials on television. Anymore. You know, I get this question often, not often, but on, a, on, a, on an occasion when they say, you know, what do you do? I produce commercials. Oh, what kind of camera do you use? And do you edit also? <laughs> and I was like, oh, you, there's actually no understanding, yes. really, of mm-hmm. what commercial mm-hmm. production looks like. Mm-hmm. I found that fascinating. I'm like, right. no, I haven't touched a piece of equipment since like 1998. <laughs> <laughs> mm, bougie. No, I mean like lugging my own camera around. I haven't like rolled tape on three quarter inch stock. <laughs> For you kids, I'll carry batteries. I'll carry whatever around set. But like, have I operated a, a Ikigami camera? No, I have not. Right. For you kids out there. Three-quarter-inch tape is what we used to use in the mm-hmm. 90s to um, send out DP reels. Yeah. And <laughs> director reels. for someone like me who worked in cable television, we shot on three-quarter-inch tape. So that's a whole different, <laughs> that's a whole different world. Okay, so <laughs> what is the commercial production department? And we don't mean to exclude film and TV from this. There are some similarities, but there's some major differences. And that's, you know, I started in mm-hmm. film and TV, but that's not my area of ex- expertise to this day. Mm-hmm. So we're going to kind of focus just on commercials. So I would say just about every job would start with a producer, a production manager or production supervisor, depending on what battle you'd like to fight. Mm. Production coordinator or assistant production supervisor. Mm-hmm. Again, whichever there's battle. a distinction there that we can talk about later. <laughs> That's a whole separate podcast. And then podcast. office PA. And so there's other things that might happen, like talent coordinator or an assistant production coordinator. There could be a... Travel um, coordinator. Exactly, travel or talent. Um, mm. I, I, just, I do love a talent coordinator because you know some shits about to go uh, Yes. <laughs> Car services. Oh, man. All hours of the night, right? Mm-hmm. Travel coordinator. Yeah. And then sometimes there's two producers mm. or two PMs because mm-hmm. you're traveling around the country and you need to pick up local PMs. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it just varies. But I would say, like, three to four people is the minimum. Yeah. Nowadays, it kind of just starts with the producer on their little old lonesome yep. for about a week before mm-hmm. they're financially able to hire the rest of the support right. they need. Mm-hmm. But they're generally contracted by the uh, production company or mm-hmm. they have a relationship with the director. Mm-hmm. And once a job is awarded, they start the job, they examine the budget and the schedule, and they figure out how the hell they're going to put all this together. Exactly. And they start hiring their teams. They'll work with their director to hire the correct department heads, DP, mm-hmm. production designer, costume designer. To help visualize mm-hmm. the <laughs> and some director teams have their own, some change it up, betting on the yeah, creative. Some rely on you to recommend yes, good ones. Yes. The majority of them do actually these days. <laughs> and then the production manager and coordinator come in and, and an office PA come in and they do right. much more detail beyond that, like insane amounts of detail. Like the production managers mm-hmm. of today are doing. They're line producers. Volumes more work. Mm-hmm. And I and I think I think producers are almost EPs because a mm-hmm. lot of times EPs don't do anything, mm-hmm. and then coordinators are the ones doing time cards sometimes and or petty cash, one or the other. So mm-hmm. yes, I, I think that we've all taken on so much more responsibility because of the lack of executive producers that are sent out on jobs or work closely closely with, with the, the deep teams. director mm-hmm. or the teams, right? Because they're burning the midnight oil doing a treatment for the next job, right? Or whatever. We're yeah. going to sales meetings. It's or machine. It's, it's a machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That but, is what we do. 
that is who we are. Mm-hmm. What we do, I kind of want to kind of, I want to like snackatize this. Okay. The production department, I've always kind of likened it to like the central nervous system, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Where all the information flows through and out to all the branches of the production. That makes sense. Right? Not to say that the producer is the brain. That's not right. the correct analogy. Mm-hmm. But there's some collective central funnel right. where information's fed into. To the neck. Into the neck. <laughs> right. I don't know if there is a brain. <laughs> no. So into the neck. And then the. The brain is the money. The spinal cord. The brain's the money. There you go. Mm-hmm. The spinal cord uh, is the production team and it sends right. it out. Right. So, you know, when things are chaotic, Everyone says that the chaos starts from the top. Oh, and 100% though. That is why. Leadership. Right? Mm-hmm. And it could be, not to call anyone out, in some instances, it's the production manager mm-hmm. because they're just not disseminating the information correctly. In some instances, mm-hmm. it's the producer mm-hmm. because they're not navigating the information right. funnel. And then mm-hmm. sometimes it's the director, sometimes it's the production company, uh, the company, the agency, sometimes it's a the agent, and it sometimes is. it's the client. Mm-hmm. That's how far up this goes. Mm-hmm. So when you're on those shitty jobs, everything's chaos, there's no answers. It's a collective mm-hmm. group that makes it shitty. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so knowing when it goes wrong can help define what it should be and how what it is when it goes right. Because when it goes right, it's just seamless and nobody notices you're even there. Yeah, and that's kind of what you want. Exactly. Now, I was speaking to somebody the other day who mm-hmm. was surprised that commercial specifically, coordinator, production managers, production supervisors, coordinators, line producers, because, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, we're called producers. We're technically line producers. We sit on the line. Right. Above the line would be mm-hmm. the director and the executive producers. Mm-hmm. Below the lines are production team right. and all the department heads. Mm-hmm. We're on the line. That's what that term comes from. Right. Because we're just sitting there. We're trying to make both sides happy. We're trying to make our crew happy. And we're trying to protect well, the production companies. I've always said that it's a balance between keeping the crew happy mm-hmm. and protecting them. Mm-hmm. Protecting the production company from getting bad reputation from either being harsh on the crew or not paying the vendors Mm -hmm. and protecting your relationship with the vendors to make sure that those relationships are solidified Mm -hmm. in a way that allows you to be able to produce the jobs because all of it works hand in hand. And if you can't, Mm -hmm. if you're not good at all of it, then something suffers. Right. And to add to that with the vendor. Mm -hmm. To also be able to produce the next job with them. Exactly. And the crew. And, the, the and Yeah, exactly. Because there, there's often a, a thinking that, like, we're just here to squeeze yeah. the vendors <laughs> right. and get the best, cheapest rate. But you know what? You can't. Or we're just here to squeeze the crew mm-hmm. to get the best and longest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But like, we have to do this repeatedly. So it, it only <clears throat> really works right. if you treat people fairly. And honest. And honestly. Right. Yeah. Then, <laughs> my favorite part, this is where I'm going to get hot. So, this is when the person I was speaking to was surprised that we are the only people, the line producer, production manager, production yep. coordinator, and the PAs, are the only people that are not represented by a union in the commercial landscape. Actually, on either side, the production managers in feature and TV are under DGA, and the, mm-hmm. and the production coordinators are Scripts. in in the, in the script uh, mm-hmm. local uh, for the feature mm-hmm. motion picture and TV f- side. On our side, unprotected, yeah, unrepresented. I wonder how that happens. I wonder. It's I think like, I know. It's like. Would you like to know, Lauren? I wouldn't. Why don't you just? Why don't you tell so, me? So, 
this pisses me off to know and I could go ahead and tell you because my when I was at the prime of my you know like say <laughs> love you mm. um devil may care production mm. management mm. time when I was working for huge companies that were all union and I didn't give a shit I can't remember just literally turning in PC receipts on shit and it would never get checked because I was trust just stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, just stuff that, you know, you like you have balls out or ovaries out mm-hmm. um, that I was doing. And I just remember being so angry about how I had to know all the union contracts. Backwards and forwards. I, I would have to quote them on set often. Mm-hmm. I would have to know all the rules on how to pay people and mm-hmm. the labor laws within the unions. Mm-hmm. Just like one of the things that not a lot of people know is about premium overtime. I was just going to say premium and, or pay hours. Oh, and then like Wait. local 600 East still to this day after four meal penalties at lunch, you go into the fifth one it's triple time every half hour. Mm-hmm. And so those are the things that we had to know in order to warn the AD, warn the producer. Like, mm-hmm. as a PM, we had to know all of that shit. And I was just like, why do I have to know all of your union rules and I'm not covered? And I still have to put down my 500, exempt. 550, 600 exempt on my time no card. Rental. Nothing. Right. And so a lot of this was because when we tried to organize in 2006 and those brave souls walked out of the MJZ job in LA and Mm -hmm. it was fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. T-shirts were made. I Mm -hmm. got one. And I was um, down there. Yeah. And some of those photos, man, Mm -hmm. everyone looks so young. Anyway, that happened. And that's how we started in talks with the AICP. Mm -hmm. And for those of you who don't know, AICP is the Association of Independent Commercial Producers. Right. So mm, keep that in mind. Mm -hmm. So that comes up again later. (laughs) They're the ones that negotiate the collective bargaining agreement with the Teamsters, IOTSE, and everyone else. So basically, they represent 250 production companies that and so when a production company is a signatory for a union they are they have to be in the AICP mm-hmm. in order to be a signatory because the AICP as Lawrence just said negotiates the contracts with the unions mm-hmm. so the AICP was like wait a second we're the we're the production companies and we hire these people and we don't think that they should be unionized it would cost us too much money mm-hmm. So we're going to invent something called PHPP, mm-hmm. and we're going to take that P and W that we that y'all see across the board thirty seven percent or it's already there on, on our everybody, yeah. and we'll use a little bit of that and we'll give you a shitty healthcare plan. Mm. Well, now it is, but it used to be great. Yeah, it <laughs> right was then. great, and that will satisfy I don't know fifteen hundred people, mm-hmm. give or take a small amount, in my opinion. And give them nothing else. Mm-hmm. And we said, oh, my God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And so to this day, we have PHPP that covers, I don't know how many of us. 2,800, I think, was what. Yeah, but that uh, includes staff. Includes staff. You are correct. Because AICP, realizing that they don't have a huge chunk of the production world said, well, we need more people to pay for this plan. Mm -hmm. So we're going to allow staff members Mm -hmm. at these production companies to come in. Mm -hmm. And so 2,800 people encompasses staff and their spouses. Right. Exactly. So 
the number's low on what freelancers are covered under PHPP. And we understand that it's 100 days mm-hmm. or $30,000. Is that right? That was what the introductory now? rate yeah. when it first started. It's now, I think it's gone up and it's been tiered. Right. And so, so now you just get you just get you just get the uh, HMO at thirty thirty grand, <laughs> if it's even thirty, might be more than thirty. I don't exactly. know. To get the PPO, you got to get uh, into the six figures. Yes, and that was the settlement. Mm-hmm. So, how do we support the unions? Mm. Right. So we know everything. Yeah. We do the jobs by the book. We make sure that there's a hot catered meal for lunch yep. and a second meal that That's is that not we've shitty. asked. The keys, which yep. we should anyway. This is humanity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we ask the keys what they want. What like, they, it can't yeah. be Chinese or pizza. I think that's actually yeah, written into I it. I think it is. They have humanity rules. Not mm-hmm. a ton of them because there's this trouble with the IATSE anyway. I know mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But we had to know all of that in order to do the jobs. Yeah. But we could not benefit from it. Yeah, we, we fully service and execute all of the benefits that and protections that yeah. exist mm-hmm. for our production brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. However, we don't share in that parity. We don't share in no. that same protection. No. So I know I went through a bit of why aren't we covered. Mm-hmm. And I think that it goes bigger to say that because of what happened with the AACP and because of the nature of our job, which I spoke about last week mm-hmm. of one producer 1 p.m. and one coordinator mm-hmm. on a job, mm-hmm. we're isolated and we're in competition with each other as well. Yeah. Because we are freelance and we have no guarantee of a job and it's always based on how we did the previous job. Mm-hmm. So if you're not perfect every single time, you put pressure on yourself that you might not get the next job. Yeah. And that is isolating in and of itself. And if you don't get the next job... Yeah. You're not going to get the next next exactly. job. But yeah. all y'all out there have been getting the next job. Yeah. So that thinking is like, <laughs> right. So that's a whole different psychological thing we could talk about. But because of those progressions, it has caused us to isolate and self-isolate. So when it comes to the support that we need, we're a community, but we could be so much more. Oh, yeah. We could be support for each other. Yeah. I, it's so cliche at this point to say you're not in this alone, but I know that there's a thousands of producers out there going through exactly through what mm-hmm. Lawrence and I are right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And I've been meeting some of them and talking to some of them. Mm-hmm. And it's very true. And I think that a big part of why we created Producers Happy Hour was oh, yeah. to make this community. and But also to grow and learn. But also grow yeah. and learn. Like the original yeah. concept before COVID was learning from yeah. other producers, learning from crew, learning mm-hmm. from PAs. How do we be better producers mm-hmm. for you yep. and in service of what you do? That was the original intent of this. Exactly. I can think that I'm a good producer all day long. But if the crew doesn't, then, then I'm, uh, yeah. <laughs> then then I'm not a good doing? producer. Then you're not I a good producer. Yeah. So creating that community and also creating the learning and creating and sharing the learning and, yes. and, and all of that. And I taking think it's, care of each other. Exactly. And having somebody to call to say, shit, does anybody have the number of the Humane Society guy who has to show up? <laughs> I for, like, or I forgot to call. Wouldn't it be no. great? You said to me when we kind of reconnected and worked together mm-hmm. on a job for the very first fun. time. That was really fun. <laughs> you made sure you knew. You know, you made sure I knew 
they need you more than you need them. Yeah. That is something you told me. Yeah. And that stuck with me since then. Yeah. And it has not proven itself more true than it has today. Mm -hmm. And we all can take that, I think, to heart because look at these companies. How many calls are some of the, you know, working established Mm -hmm. crew people getting a week? Yeah. A lot. Because I mean, there's been so much work, mm-hmm. nobody can take it all, mm-hmm. and and companies need the support. They need us to execute these jobs. This yeah. isn't just anybody that they can call a staffing firm to. No, their come jobs are so hard. They need seasoned mm-hmm. professionals. Yeah. Remember earlier this year when people were tripling up <laughs> yeah, and talking oh, yeah, about yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Now I know people who won't take more than a one or two day shoot. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I mean, fuck yep. yeah, that's that's power. I need a I need a week buffer between jobs. That's power. Yeah. So that's in a nutshell why we're not covered. And I know that the only people who can change that is us. Absolutely. Yeah. It's not about effort Mm-mm. or time. It's really about humanity right what do we want overtime yeah, I didn't know uh, exactly. it's like we want to be respected we want to be respected i know what i'm worth mm-hmm. i want them to know what i'm worth yeah i want them to know what i'm fucking worth yeah and, and i'm gonna tell them and i also want them to know <laughs> <laughs> and i also want them to know not to call me on the weekends <sighs> can i just i was at a spit take maybe have <laughs> a job where i wasn't expected to answer every phone call no matter what time it came through. I like it. And then get the anger thrown at you mm-hmm. when you didn't answer that call at 5.30 a.m. because they're on the East Coast, you know? Yeah. I like the classic email, text, then call. Uh-huh. And within a two-minute period. Oh, yeah. I was like, whatever you've got to say, I'm absolutely sure is not this important. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That was an episode. That was an episode. <laughs> oh, oh, that's time for a stinger. So if you want to talk to more people who are producers and production managers and commercial production people like yourself and hear more about Mm -hmm. us collectively talking about these issues, Mm -hmm. and you know, it sounds dramatic to say it, but the traumas we've been through from some of these really, Mm -hmm. really challenging jobs that put a lot on us and our dignity and self-worth, email info at standwithproduction.org. And get on the mailing list. There are weekly uh, town halls or meetings or stuff to, to talk about all these issues and come together as a community and move forward to figure out how we can have better working relationships with. We should do some roundtables. We should do some roundtables. Should. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's set it up. Let's set it up. Let's Got do it. when we should talk to all the production right. people, right? Let's do a mm-hmm. production supervisor manager roundtable. Yep. Coordinator, yeah. PAs. I want to hear from everybody. Yeah. I think it'd be great. I would love to hear, especially from communities that aren't New York and yes. LA. I yes. think it's important that we bring in Texas, mm-hmm. Florida, mm-hmm. Chicago, yes. Seattle, like mm-hmm. we, DC. And if I haven't said your city, please, please call in and tell yes. us your city. <laughs> From yeah. the big jobs to the small jobs to the PHP companies to the non-PHBP companies. Because there's so many more of them. Because there's more than that, yep. more of the other. Email us if you want to be involved in a roundtable. We're going to set them up. We'll publish some dates, hopefully. Yes. Producershappyhour at gmail.com. Yeah, we want to hear from you. We do. Yep. Well, Lawrence. <laughs> 
producer's happy hour was created with the help of christopher daniels who is a branding and design specialist and he created our logo and branding and kyle puccia who is a music composer for commercials film and tv he created the show music you're listening to right now this episode was edited by eric beals thanks for listening and we're back next week for sure for sure send us your voice recordings <laughs> or your emails to producers happy hour at gmail.com Lawrence, how do people reach you directly? Two ways. Voiceoflawrence.com for my voice worker voice. <laughs> I'm a voice worker. It's like a sex worker because we're both acting. LawrenceTLewis.com for producing. Christian, how about you? SisterChristianProduces.com Dot com. Bye. Yeehaw. Fucking professional. <laughs> <laughs>